Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 2474, Fear of Success, What Will Happen If You Succeed, by Steve Pavlina of stevepavlina.com, and I'm Dr. Neil, your host and narrator. Welcome to another Wednesday edition of Optimal Health Daily. This is just one of a bunch of podcasts where we read to you from blogs for free so that you don't have to read them yourself, except on Fridays. That's where I answer your questions. Now, today is Wednesday. And like I do every Wednesday, I like to share a little bit of inspiration with you. Now, I just happened to be listening to this book by Dr. Bob Rotella called How Champions Think. And so I know I shared a quote from this book last week, but I just so happened to listen to another great quote from the same book. So with that, here's today's inspiration. Quote, failure is only final when you stop striving. Dr. Bob Rotella. All right, now that we're in the right frame of mind, let's get right to today's post and start optimizing your life. Fear of Success, What Will Happen If You Succeed by Steve Pavlina of stevepavlina.com. Sometimes you find yourself with a goal you think you should want to achieve, but you just don't seem to be taking enough action to reach it. You aren't really afraid of failure or rejection, The path to the goal seems clear enough and might even be an interesting challenge, and occasionally you'll make some progress. But most of the time, you can't seem to get into that flow state, and you're not sure why. This often happens with long-term goals that require intermittent action, like losing weight or transitioning to start a new business and eventually quit your job. One question I found helpful to ask in these situations is this. What will happen if you succeed? Forget about what you hope will happen or what you fear might happen, but realistically consider what will probably happen. So, you achieve your goal. Then what? What else will change? I'm not talking about giving a five-second cursory answer like, if I lose the weight, then I'll be thin. 
set aside at least 15 to 30 minutes just to think about how your life will really change once you achieve your goal. I mean, really think about it. That means no TV, radio, or other distractions. There are often unexpected side effects that you may not be aware of consciously, but subconsciously, they can be enough to prevent you from taking committed action. For example, if you lose a lot of weight, here are some possible side effects. People will notice and will comment about it. Others will ask you for diet advice. You may feel you need to continue with a permanent lifestyle change to maintain your new weight. You may need to buy new clothes. You may become more attractive to others and thereby attract more social encounters, wanted or unwanted. Overweight friends might become jealous. Your family may resist your changes. You may feel stressed about whether you can keep the weight off. You may worry about the loss of certain favorite foods from your diet, and so on. It's rare that a goal is all roses. Success requires change, and change has both positive and negative consequences. Often while people claim to want to succeed at something, the reality is that the negatives outweigh the positives for them. But one way to overcome this problem is to consciously think about what those negatives are and then uproot them one by one. Uprooting a negative side effect could mean figuring out how to eliminate it completely or it could mean just accepting it and learning to live with it. It's certainly helpful to focus on the positive side of a goal, but don't forget to take an occasional survey of the dark side and accept that you're going to have to deal with that too. Unlike fear of failure and fear of rejection, fear of success can be far more insidious because it's almost always unconscious. But it's not fear of success itself that's the problem, but rather fear of the side effects of success, many of which may be genuinely unwanted. Fears that are never evaluated consciously have a tendency to grow stronger. The reason is simple, behavioral conditioning. When you avoid something you fear, either consciously or subconsciously, you automatically reinforce the avoidance behavior. So, when you, even unknowingly, avoid working on your goal because of a hidden fear of success, you actually reinforce the habit of procrastination. So, as time goes by, it becomes harder and harder to get yourself to take action. Insidious. Asking, what will happen if I succeed, can solve this problem because it focuses your conscious attention on those fears. Fear has a tendency to shrink under direct examination, making it easier for you to take action. When I say that fear shrinks, another way of stating this is that subconscious behavioral conditioning weakens under conscious scrutiny. I know some people dislike the word fear with respect to their own behavior, but don't get hung up on the exact wording. Call it avoidance behavior, if that's more to your liking. But an additional benefit is that you can also devise intelligent workarounds for those fears made conscious, some of which may indeed be valid signals of unsolved problems. Going back to the weight loss example, if you lose a lot of weight, you probably will need new clothes. And if you don't have the money to buy new clothes, then that's a real problem you'll need to address, unless you don't mind wearing oversized outfits. Left unacknowledged, even a simple problem like this can be enough to subconsciously sabotage you from achieving your goal. But once you examine the situation consciously and figure out a way to deal with it in advance, you're sending a message to your subconscious that you needn't fear this problem because you have a practical way to solve it.
Now, let's consider the opposite side. Suppose you ask, what will happen if I succeed? And upon considering all the side effects, you realize that you don't actually want to achieve the goal at all. The negatives outweigh the positives. I encountered this when I made a plan to grow my games business, but didn't seem to make as much progress as I wanted. When I asked this magic question, I realized that I didn't really want to achieve the goal with all its side effects. What I really wanted was to transition to writing and speaking full-time, and further building my games business would actually take me farther from that more important goal. Growing my games business seemed like a goal I should want, but when I really thought about where I'd be if I achieved that goal, I realized it wouldn't be the success I truly wanted. That was a difficult realization for me, to recognize that my original ladder of success was now leaning against the wrong building. So I actually had to unset that goal once I really understood the likely consequences of achieving it. Even now as I set goals in the direction of writing and speaking as my new career, I recognize that there are big side effects. I simply don't have the mental bandwidth for two full-time careers. One of the hardest side effects for me was letting go of the goals and dreams I had for my games business. All those creative ideas for new games that will never be, and the would-be players who will never experience them. But this is outweighed by what will happen if I succeed in my new career. To create a new game that challenges, entertains, and uplifts people is wonderful. However, being able to help people grow fulfills me even more. I found it a very enlightening process to review all these side effects and, one by one, to acknowledge that I accept them. What will happen if you succeed? If you lose the weight, get the date, earn the promotion, start the business, get pregnant, quit smoking, become a millionaire, and stretch yourself. You just listened to the post titled, Fear of Success, What Will Happen If You Succeed? by Steve Pavlina of stevepavlina.com and I'll be right back with my commentary. When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com health. Just go to indeed.com health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. We may not often think about the fear of success. Instead, we may believe we spend most of our time worrying about failing. You may have heard of the term imposter syndrome. That's where we may not feel proud of our successes. This lack of pride may be because we think we achieved success because we were lucky or because of some mistake. We may also feel like 
someone's going to figure out that we really don't know what we're doing and that we're not really all that smart. So we feel like we don't deserve our success. Psychologists have tried to figure out how to reduce these feelings. Some researchers have found that changing our thinking towards what's called a growth mindset can be helpful. That means instead of thinking about how luck may have led to our success, we remind ourselves that we are capable of learning and growing. Researchers have found that those that experience imposter syndrome may believe that they are incapable of improving their abilities and performance over time. So instead, we can remind ourselves that we are capable of learning and growing and improving our performance. Because every day, we are constantly learning. I mean, after all, you're listening to this podcast, right? All right, that'll do it for today. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being a follower of the show and for coming back and listening every day. I hope you have a great rest of your day and I'll see you back here tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.